0: Welcome to The Relentless Life. I am Chance Galloway, 22-year-old published author, fitness entrepreneur, and podcaster. The mission of this show is to deliver empowering conversations, ideas, and perspectives to help you overcome adversity, level up, and unlock your vision of success. Thanks for tuning in. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode on The Relentless Life. I'm your host, Chance Galloway, and today we find ourselves with a special guest who is a mutual friend through, uh, through Mr. Andrew White, who was on the show a, a few episodes back and then in the very beginning when we first launched back in August. Today, I'm with Sam Lex, who is an aspiring musician out of Orlando, Florida. He is a singer-songwriter and uh, picked up a guitar starting at the age of four. He uh, His music is infused with sounds from the 2000s mixed with today's top hits. Now, after his debut headline hosted at the Guilt Nightclub in Orlando, Florida, he became well-known for his multi-instrumental talent and skillful use of sample manipulation in his production. Now, Sam is... Uh, he, Sam is, is young. He's 22 years old, just turned 22, and he's in the same boat as I am, guys. And I'm I'm very excited to to watch his journey and watch his growth and progression as he continues on throughout throughout his life. It's just the beginning for him. Sam, thank you very much for being here on the Relentless Life.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course, man. Of course, um, I want to I want to dive right into things, man, and and uh, and talk about you know this whole music thing, you know it. It started at four years old. You picked up the guitar. What what sparked that? What sparked that interest in, in music for you?
1: Uh, that's a great question. So actually, my dad played guitar. And my mom, to this day, will tell you that I had colic when I was a child. So basically, it's a stomach condition where you cry all the time. You're a constant, like, it's just a medical thing. You're not going to die or anything, but you're in pain all the time. So you cry. Right. And my parents used to tell me, and she'll, my mom will tell you to this day, The only way they would get me to shut up is to lay me on the ground, and my dad would play the guitar super loud and just jam out in front of me, and my mom would, like, rock me back and forth, and that was, like, their strategy to get me to shut up as a kid, and so I grew up, and I always had, like, a natural interest with it. I always had, like, a knack for my dad's guitar, and once I was a little older, turned four, um... My dad bought me my first Walmart acoustic guitar. Like, I literally remember going to get it. Like, it was just one of those mini ones, uh, the mini yeah. guitars that you get from Walmart. It was 25 bucks, And he told me, he's, he said, if you play this guitar for a year and you learn your chords well, I'll buy you an electric guitar. And so, for me, that was, like, the coolest thing ever. And I remember going to my mom and telling her, like... Tell dad I played the guitar a lot so that he would buy me an electric guitar next year and uh yeah, he, he ended up buying me it. I still have it uh in my in the room with me right now. Literally like my first electric guitar and my first acoustic guitar is somewhere around here ducked off. But awesome. yeah, man, so it really uh was a matter of family. My grandfather also plays the guitar, um, and that kinda I, my dad was into it I believe a little bef- hmm, I'm trying to think. I think it was he was already in the guitar and then his uh, my grandfather kind of picked back up on it and now he plays a lot actually it's really funny every time i right see on. him he's jamming out yeah
0: so it runs in the family
1: yeah it does right on man right on
0: what would you say um i mean it sounds to me like you you're, you're pretty tight with your family you're pretty close with them what would you say your why is i'm sure it, it somewhat revolves around them but talk a little bit about your why why you're doing this why are you pursuing this music thing
1: well that's a great question um i would say my real why when it really comes down to it i do it for myself like i love music and it makes me feel really good like and it's awesome that i can like there's an opportunity to make money on it and also other people enjoy it um but i personally just love the feeling of creating something and then feeling heard from it like it's just powerful and i feel like there's an opportunity um that I have you know that's just it feels special there's just something about it that I've always enjoyed and I've always been drawn to um especially it just started like organically over the instruments that I played when I started playing guitar I would write songs like on paper and I just have like fat books of scribbling chicken scratch handwriting uh of songs that I would write like back in the day and um I just I've always just had an Knack for it. I just felt good, honestly. I would say my why is just because I literally just love music. Like, I just can't not yeah. do that, you know? Like, no matter what, no, even if.
0: That's a great answer, man. I, uh, I I think that everyone should be, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you do it for your family, you do it, you know, for whoever, God, whatever, but it, you really are doing it for yourself, because if you're not building yourself up and you're not doing something that you love every single day then you know who's gonna do that for you so I commend you you for that man
1: yeah thank you very much yeah honestly um but of course I enjoy like the feeling of um, being heard and I feel like creating something also that's timeless like a lot of people uh, this is something I say a lot but a lot of people like they play a lot of video games there's nothing wrong with that that's their thing some people like toy cars and they invest a lot into that my thing is music like that's what I put my money and my time into and the thing I like about it the most is that it lives forever like I can create something now and my I always think like I want my kids to be able to watch it and think wow my dad was like cool at this young age I can see what he was like you know I can feel his personality through the videos and stuff like that you know that we put together like it's just cool to be able to have something that also lives forever it kind of leaves a legacy you know
0: no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You you, you got to tell me. I'm I'm so curious, man. What what's the grind like? You you got to be just, you know, I I see you releasing songs and you're always on social media, connecting with people. Um what's what's that grind like, man? What's what's that? You know, what are your hours like in the
1: day? Um my hours in the day, uh I would say, I mean, I do a lot of different things. In my life, I'm super all-in to everything that I do. Um, something, I'm a very committed person, so when I do stuff, like I just go all-in on everything. And that's something that I honestly am proud of, and I stand by 100%. Uh, everybody who knows me well will definitely second that. But as far as the music grind goes, I am constantly doing something that has to do with music that's progressing me in some way. Although, I feel like it's important to keep in mind that you can't force... like good ideas and good things to happen to you all the time like as far as music goes like it's a creative process that has to happen like generically i would say like it has a genuine feeling when you write a good song like you just can't sit there and be like i'm gonna write a freaking hit right now like it just happens bro like it's crazy you get inspired by one thing or another Mm -hmm. and they come like the more you're focused on, obviously, you know, you're going to be able to use that, uh, momentum, but I would say as far as writing songs, you know, I take them as they come, but I'm always producing, like, a ton of beats, and I would probably say, like, out of every 10 that I produce, like, I literally will use, like, one, and I save all of them, uh, to keep track of, like, my work progress, so I can always, like, I have stuff to reflect on and listen to, um, marketing's a big part of it, you mentioned, like, staying on your phone and I would say that uh you know you mentioned like constantly replying to social media and stuff like that and I think that that's important also the way that you put your content together for social media I think that's important um and I would encourage any other artists out there that are listening to um just be conscientious of what you're posting and make sure that it's uh not only Quality over quantity, but a quantity of quality, you know, and you can't always be like the star of the show, like every moment. I think that it's important to show people what you got and promote as professionally as you can for an effective amount of time, and then take your foot off the gas for a second and then focus on your music and build that up because you can't always be the star of the show forever. People get tired of you, and I've seen. So many people just try and like, you know, spam out everything, and at some point, uh, people just get like a bit overwhelmed. No matter if you're awesome or not, like you know, like know your place. Everybody has a moment to shine. So um, that's just another little tip. But
0: yeah, no, that's great, man. Thanks for sharing that. Um, how long? How long have you been, uh, you know, mixing and making your own beats? I find that that very interesting. You know, um, a, a lot of people. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, won't they outsource other people to kind of, like, create their own stuff, or?
1: No, you're absolutely right, yeah. Um, I would say that in today's day and age, the average rapper that's recording music, um, a lot of people just grab stuff off YouTube, and they pay the YouTube producers, hopefully they pay them, to get the rights, <laughs> and that's a good way to, like... Uh, you know, find good beats and write something to it before you actually pay money on it. Then you can purchase what's called the trackouts from the producers, which is the individual wavelengths that contain all of the instruments by instrument. So it'll be like just the snare hit and one trackout. Eventually, or um, really what these are used for is to mix and master the instrumental uh, to get it to sound um, more present around. The vocals of the track once the vocal is recorded uh but for me I honestly I'll be real I've always played instruments and I thought dang it would be it's like way more meaningful to me if I was able to you know play all my own stuff out right and so it wasn't until hmm it must have been Cause I the first project I produced was Heartbeat Drive. Before then, I was making singles that I would per I would drop on friends uh, beats or I would go on YouTube and drop beats um whatever whatever I could find there. But um it's been about three years since I really started producing, and the growth has been like exponential. Like when I first started, like I sucked just like totally sucked. And YouTube is awesome, and I still suck but i'm getting a little bit better like literally like it is such a process uh but it's something yeah. you commit to because a it feels good to be able to do it yourself and b i think well c you're not paying for it <laughs> at all so that's awesome uh the free aspect True. of it you know that, that was something that drove me for sure because i was like i don't want to pay for other people's beats and it's not even necessarily exactly what i want dang why don't i just learn how to do this stuff and so there's a bunch of people that I found on YouTube that I would just subscribe to their channels and watch their videos. Yeah. Literally, take I would take notes and write down. I mean, I have like loads of like notes, like oh, these are all the plugins to use, you know, uh, just different terminologies that I could figure out from these videos. As they would uh, say something, I'd stop and like click back. What did you say? You know, like just really like yeah. getting into it. Um, but, yeah, so that's literally how I, t- how I learned. And I use Logic for production. And then I record all of my vocals in Pro Tools, which is, like, the industry standard.
0: Okay. No, that's great, man, because anyone that's going to be listening to this uh, to this show and this, this uh, episode specifically, if they're in the music industry or, or they're, you know, an upcoming rapper, they could use that as, um, you know, something of value and, and to apply it onto their own journey. Um, now, oh, Sam, absolutely. have you... Yeah, have you, um, I'm sure you have, but have you connected with uh, fellow musicians or fellow uh, singer-songwriters?
1: Yeah, there's been a a good amount of connections that I've made and done a few collaborations. Um, I will say uh, I have a good friend named Laid that is very talented, and he has some awesome music out. Um, His his name is just L-A-I-D, and uh, he's somebody that I've really become like brothers with through music it's crazy like just sharing that common passion and really uh seeing what each other are capable of you know i feel like that's one person that i will say uh done a lot of collaborations with um produced a lot of stuff for him um yeah it's it's a good friend of mine for sure like we just become like blood brothers over music it's crazy um but yeah and as well as um my brother jason channel um He's a really cool artist from Orlando. We've done some stuff together, um, and a lot of other artists actually. Uh, yeah.
0: Cool man. No, that's 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 really cool. I th- I think that's important to to share those connections and, and, and develop those relationships. Now, how uh, how important would you say that is to, to develop? At you're only twenty two. I'm twenty two. We're both just getting started. You know, in our in uh, the beginning of our life. Yeah. How how important would you say that is? Um, for a twenty-two or you know or twenty-three-year-old someone who's just getting out of out of college or not even college, just our age, um, would that be to form these relationships? Oh,
1: absolutely! I totally think that it's like number one importance is uh, like in believing in yourself and connections. <laughs> I feel like that's like the two things that you know are really going to drive you yep. to the top. And I, I would encourage anybody to um, push the boundaries of how outgoing they are on a daily basis because what I find is that when I almost step out of my comfort zone, I'm able to meet and, like, push myself to do stuff that I never would, and I still, like, fight myself to try and, you know, just be more social and talk to everyone that I can and make that connection with everybody because at the end of the day, like, it's just so worth it when you actually have a genuine connection with people, like, you can get in uh, on so much other stuff, you know, Um, and I think Mm -hmm. that always has to come without a, I would say, like, I don't want to say without a goal in mind, but, like, when you make these relationships, you got to make them, what I've found is, like, people can see through, like, if they're, you know, it's fake, bro, you you just got to be genuine. Like, you want to connect with them because you want to connect with them for no other reason, you know, like, whether you think they're, like, the person who's going to, like, put you on or something, you know, like, I just feel like being genuine about it and on a regular basis pushing yourself to speak to, more people than you would on a regular basis every day, uh, definitely is a good thing to do.
0: Yeah, man, it, it is. And uh, and th- that comes down to, in my opinion, something I, I got from uh, David Meltzer. I don't know if you know, know that name, but he was on episode 30 on the show. And he always says, be more interested than interesting. And I think that um, is... Uh, applies in in, in really any situation with kindling new relationships um, and not like you said if you come off fake you can kind of you can read into that you it's just human nature yeah so no that's great man that's great um talk about i want to bring up the the point of attacking one specific goal i have that in the title of this episode um i know your goal is is music and becoming a, a musician and leaving an impact um talk about like having like a Honed insight on one specific goal rather than being – not that being multifaceted is necessarily a bad or detrimental thing, but just discuss that, like being laser-focused.
1: Well, I think that um, it's definitely important to have that goal written down. I think that writing down things or putting it in your mind and physically having it in front of you is that consistent reminder. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that focusing on music specifically, like as my one specific goal – that there's many different ways that i can work at progressing in my music career Uh, making music is the core of it and then there's a lot of things that i have to do around it as an artist to grow that core and that fan base um so when you look at the way you're promoting yourself you have to consider like photo shoots like you have to have video shoots so you want to work on like Your acting in your camera work you know like literally this is a way that you're working on music as the end goal but this is like a different thing that you have to consider you also have to consider um i mean as little as it sounds you got to consider you got to be well at at spelling and putting together context like and being grammatically correct because unless you have at the point of being an independent artist you are writing and posting all of your stuff alone and you have a big opportunity to look good or be really bad look really bad (laughs) because like if i spell everything wrong and i just sound like an idiot then people are making that perception about me um and hey that works if that's the image that you're trying to sell like a lot of like these gangster artists but for me you know i'm not like necessarily like i don't like to consider myself like a trap rapper you know and i think the persona that i have to build is like You know as it's a bit educated and i'm selling to an educated class i would say knowing your market so it's a bit of marketing as well when you talk about your one goal you have to understand the marketing aspects behind it who is my core fan base who am i trying to appeal to and Mm. as i've grown in my career i've heard like you get a lot more feedback from like labels and stuff that tell you like this is your niche this is what you need to be making and then it makes it really hard to like they're like oh man they're like pushing me towards like what they think i should make and i just want to be me and make some really good stuff that everyone will listen to just because it's you know like i don't i don't feel like making that kind of music today you know and it's just crazy like so you also have to make sure that you're maintaining focus on that and just not letting all that crap get in the way on top of building all these different goals um not to go off on a tangent but uh it's no it's relative like definitely um But as far as pushing yourself towards that one goal, I just think that there's a lot of other things that you can do to progress that goal. So, you know, working yourself in every manner, but keeping your eyes on the prize. Like, at the end of the day, you got to grow a fan base and start to make income on what you're doing. If you really want to make, like, music a career, you know, like, you literally have to think, like, how are the residuals coming in? Like, you know, if I'm paying out a lot of money for, like, beats and recording and you really want to be an artist, like, you got to think about long-term, like, okay, like, can I actually make, like, X amount of dollars on this a year profit after all the stuff that I'm paying, and, you know, like, literally, it's something that you have to consider.
0: Yeah. Now, what are you, what are you doing for, for that, right, uh, right now, are you doing
1: music full-time, are you working on the side to fund your music? Bro, yeah, I'm doing it all, I'm making music full-time, I'm in school half time and I work full time, <laughs> so yo. But yo, wow. it's awesome though, and I'm chilling right now.
0: How do you have show? That's well,
1: crazy. Well, hey, we're talking right now. We're hanging out right now, right? I, I honestly, I love it.
0: No, I, I love it, man. I love it because my schedule is very similar. You know, it's
1: literally like I just honestly, I, I don't really understand why I wouldn't though. Like it just sounds unproductive for me. I'm like I'm 21. I have no excuse. Like it doesn't matter. Like if I look back and I was like, oh, I didn't do that because. I don't know I was just lazy like what like I don't know why you know like why not and then I just feel confident also you know this is a real truth that came to me it hit me a couple weeks ago I just thought about this I was thinking to myself the I think the main reason that I have all these outlets that I'm completely bought into is because when one isn't going that well then I still feel very confident in myself because I know I have so much other like one thing doesn't define me you know like I do everything so it's just like crazy to be a man of many hats in that sense that it honestly makes you feel better at the end of the day cuz I'm like hey I could get like bombed out my job god forbid tomorrow you know but like i still feel really good about like these other things that i have going on you know like literally it's like there's like a sense of uh, comfortability and comfort when you're pushing yourself to that max as well um and i don't even want to say i am pushing myself to the max i could be doing more uh you know but i'm doing everything that i can right now but dude it's like there's just oh you gotta have that mindset like we're young we have no excuse you know what i'm saying like it's crazy (laughs) uh and yeah. A lot of my friends are really getting it done, and a lot of some of my friends aren't. It's just like, dang, uh, right, unfortunate.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it is unfortunate, man. And you brought up mindset, and that's one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, and, and with that comes, like you said, the people who you surround yourself with like that energy thing Absolutely. is such a real factor in success. And it's the, the really cool and exciting part about this whole thing is we're only 20, you're, you just turned 22, yeah. right? Okay, because you said 21. We're only 22 years old. And the fact that we're having these conversations now and wearing our own brands and creating our own beats and music and you're on iTunes, like, dude, that's, like, we're already 10 steps ahead of the game. And we're still doing every you know everything we can. I mean, dude, the other day I literally planned out my entire, like, from Monday through Friday, 24 hours in a day, 30-minute, like, blocks from the time I wake up all the way until the time I go to bed, just because it's like I have that much going on, and I know Absolutely. you're the same exact. Dude, way. I'm
1: like on some crazy stuff. I'm the same way. It's so funny. Like I always make like uh, posted notes with Dude. like all my stuff on it because I just literally like freak out i just cleaned up my desk a little bit but i literally have like a whole bunch of all my songs written down because i have like a lot of music at my house and i always need to like see it on paper mm-hmm. in front of me so like i'll write a whole bunch of stuff i like scribble it out all my friends are like dude this guy's crazy it's <laughs> like oh, this, this, this.
0: if they if they could only see what's going on on right, top I'm like, right
1: dude you gotta have like a formula you gotta write it down like <laughs> seriously absolutely awesome, though. do you uh do you journal do you have a journal i don't um I really don't know to be honest. I know that yeah. it probably could be beneficial. Um it would I be. I do keep up like a lot of notes on my phone. In a sense, I'm always writing songs. Um I should have a songbook, so, but I don't even. I just write it all on my notes on my phone to be honest.
0: Think think of how much more. I only say this because I've noticed a big change from about a year ago. I only really started journaling a year ago. And when I say journaling, I mean, you know, Going in throughout the day, right? You know, check boxes, what I gotta get done, yeah. and sometimes I'll, I'll like write what I'm thankful for. It's just kind of like a if I write, need to write a note down, bam, I yeah. write it in there. Um, and yes, it, since like last year, dude, I've seen just such a massive shift in uh, my organization and how efficient I am throughout my day. Wow. So, yeah, man, it's I, a little it's, pocket it's one. A, it's, yeah, oh, nice. It's so okay,
1: cool. cool. I might get myself one 12, of those. You're inspiring.
0: Twelve bucks, and
1: I got it at Target, but. For a whole, I mean, it's. I'm still. I still have another like three or oh, four okay, months. Oh, cool! I'm gonna get myself one. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, because then, a, you'll never forget a single thing too. I feel like, you know, sometimes I say I'm gonna mm-hmm. do something, and I'm like, oh, I, I know I was gonna do something. Just let me flip back, <laughs> literally.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it,
1: it, it sounds like just from talking to you, it sounds like you already have a
0: whole lot on your plate. You're already getting a whole lot done. So I can't imagine, you know, the, the shift in how much more you're gonna get done if you were to just absolutely, yeah write down and that yeah,
1: sounds beneficial another
0: another another tip for that too is is something i learned through i i recently picked up reading a lot as well last year and i, I love reading but something i learned was to write it down the night before so sleep is a very powerful thing it is. <laughs> our minds just kind of go crazy when we sleep so if we can write down what we need to get done the night before our subconscious minds will actually start to like Process that and break it down without our conscious minds even realizing it. So, like, without us even realizing, as we're sleeping, we're already breaking down the day before it hits it's even crazy started. I know. So I heard that I was like,
1: <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? It's nuts." Yeah, actually, um, you bring it up, and it just reminded me that when I was in Greece, I was with my dad, and he was watching a podcast, and uh, mm-hmm. the podcast was an interview of a neurologist, and he was explaining. Basically, uh, when you go through REM cycles and you're sleeping and he was going in depth about uh, the long term effects of like, I was a little off topic, but alcohol use on your alcohol, like using it every day. Right. And he said that it affects sleep like horribly to where you can't get your REM sleep. And if you drink every day, then you're not getting REM sleep every night and your brain actually keeps a tracking of how much REM sleep you've lost out on this is the neurologist saying that's not me uh and essentially when you stop drinking you have like i don't know if you've ever experienced this but i feel like personally i have so it hit home with me like if i were to drink some for an extended amount of time a few days or whatever and then i am sober and i'm home and i am sleep I have like the most insane dreams and he said he was like sometimes you'll have a spike and like you know your body's trying to catch up on that missed out REM sleep that it's taken track of uh, and it's just crazy because I've absolutely experienced like insane dreams after that. I'm like sleep is so powerful and so real like you have to really like rest. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yes. a, That's a very important yeah. aspect.
0: It is It's and it's really funny you mentioned that man. I I'm sure you've experienced the same thing where like you research or you just watch a video one day and then the very next, like the same exact topic comes up, but then you won't hear about it for like another yeah. six months. That's exactly what just happened, man. I, I was watching it. It was an eight minute video on YouTube yesterday um, on a neuros a neuroscientist. Uh, his name's Matthew Walker. For anyone that, that cares, this guy is very in- intelligent and he was discussing the effects that alcohol and marijuana have on sleep, which I was kind of, skeptical on the second one not because of anything but i just thought that (laughs) you know maybe marijuana you you would think it would help you sleep but he was just going into how it does affect you know that rapid eye movement that REM sleep and i thought that was interesting that you mentioned that because i just watched that video yesterday and another another thing here once again this is not me speaking as you said this is the neuroscientist speaking you're the um the mortality rate So like the death like random death rate he said if if I'm stating this right increases by sixty five percent if you get less than five hours per sleep per night. So I was like, like like the chance that you were to like randomly die like it was something like that. You guys need to watch the video YouTube. It's like eight minutes on YouTube. Matthew Walker, how to improve your sleep. And I was like that made me go to bed a lot earlier last night
1: I are you was like, serious oh i'm gonna look that up that's insane yeah. oh my gosh it's literally an eight minute video
0: it talks about the effects alcohol and marijuana has on the brain and then you know that and it's just it was weird Dude, man
1: sleep because like, you're tired and you might not be as like efficient as you would be if you were on point so there's a lot more opportunity for you to like mm-hmm. not make it through the day that's crazy yeah. I kind of believe that yeah. statistic if you if you really think about it like they probably just looked into every person that passed away like what were they doing last night how many hours of sleep did they supposedly get and then they that's pulled that exactly statistic right. and was like whoa on average dang it looks like they've been staying up all night it's like the people that didn't make it you know what I'm saying like yeah, dang.
0: especially when you know there's especially nowadays with like social media and like certain jobs are like very strenuous I feel like if you're working like hitting it hard every day and then you're not getting your sleep Ooh, at night dude. you're not
1: you know charging yeah, it's, it's gonna be bad 100 yeah absolutely you, my wires come undone if i'm like i get hangry too man like i have to eat like all the time <laughs> it's like just those are mm-hmm. two things that keep me together
0: yes absolutely absolutely as we move along here uh sam i i do want to know i, I want to hit you with a, a few rapid fire questions um what is your favorite rapper
1: slash and or uh, singer songwriter? All right, I got three. Uh, all right, I love Mac Miller, John Mayer, and Fifty Cent. <laughs> Those are like okay. the combination. If I had to describe my music with three artists, no, I.
0: Yeah, it's not like you you didn't name three rappers or anything. It's, that was.
1: It's a little cool, yeah. Man. I guess uh, yeah. I would I definitely don't think. Uh, well, honestly, if I had a fourth, I would say like I like Daniel Caesar a lot too, because I do I like Usher and stuff like that too. But yeah,
0: what's what's one thing out of the th- the three people that you just listed? What's what's one like specific thing that you like about
1: each each of those Mac artists? Miller, I just and grew why? up on that. Like ever since I was a middle schooler, you know, I'm sure a lot of people my age can relate with that, and I think my music has um, it definitely shows that in a sense that it's still organic in me, but I definitely, like, obviously listen to Mac Miller. Um, John Mayer uh, really is somebody who I was inspired by when I was young, Uh, when I started playing guitar, I was a lot into um, the melodic stuff that he would play. Like, I, I learned how to play like daughters and uh, slow dancing in a burning room and a lot of his songs are like just so well like put together as far as the composition goes um, on the guitar so that was always like super inspiring for me as well as I just like his style um, and then 50 Cent um, I love to work out and that's like my favorite thing to listen to when I work out and I just always listen to like 50 like all the time like many men like every every song from 50 uh, pretty much jam to in the gym um and so I like that aspect of music as well, like getting getting hyped, you know what I'm saying, like getting pumped up, feeling good. Yeah. Um, and I also, I like how like mean and gangster he comes off, like it's really cool. Like it's not my persona, but like I still think I can be inspired by it and take a piece of that like enjoyment with me, you know, uh, and put it towards my craft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so those are like my three.
0: No, that's great, man. <laughs> he definitely helps me up too. A lot of his music is like... It, it's it's yeah. good. It's good yeah. stuff. Uh, moving on to the next one. Where do you see yourself in uh, in in five years and in ten that's years? That's a great
1: question. I see myself on one of two paths. I'm either... Actually, okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Either way, in five years, 100%, I will have um, a lot of investments. I want to have definitely i'm trying to build a lot of investments right now and try to have many streams of income um i definitely see myself still focusing on myself in the sense that i'm not ready to have like uh like a family or kids in that time i really want to stay like uh on this progressive path that i'm on right now until i'm about like almost like 29 or 30 so we'll see um i definitely see myself have been on at least a nationwide tour, if not um, a European tour, because I know we have some things in the works right now, so I'm trying to do that. Um, I don't see myself working every day, for sure. Um, I think that I'll have some assets, and I won't be necessarily um, focused on going to work every day. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely something I'm trying to work out. Um, yeah, so, and I think I am going to be completely focused on my music at that point um my goal is like in the next two years to be like completely like off the ground and just be doing music like for a while but I think that it's important to realize that you know I talked about you, you got to have your time specifically and I think that um there's very few artists that actually like live their whole life if I'm being honest like making music like you can have a time where you pop off for a while then you got to be smart and invest your money and like because you can't be like the bomb.com forever like no offense but little Nas X in five years like probably won't be like a superstar as much you know like I mean hey he could have a great management and have a lot of planning done and have a lot of music to survive like the change and ride the wave of what's yeah. popular um, but I think it's important to realize that like a lot of people they're in and out and that's the best way to be with this music business because it's not necessarily something that <laughs> you want to be dealing with on your mind 24-7 and like you really want to get your money and then try to make some investments like Rick Ross is somebody who's really uh, invested. I know that he owns like 42 Wing House or, or uh, no um, Wing Stop. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like any wow. smart for that, like he makes his money. And he's like, okay, boom, about to plug it in and make that four times more money in the next couple, you know, like, so I think, mm-hmm. uh, within the next five years, I will be making some of those moves for sure. Um, yeah. So those are like my, like, I think bigger long term goals just to be like financially independent, um, and have a lot of assets coming my way. I don't really want to be giving up my time for money. I think that's something that kind of eats me alive. Um, no matter yep. what, I mean, I love what I do, but Hey, um, and, yeah, man, I'm just making music and focusing on all that.
0: No, that's great, man. I'm, I'm really I'm really happy you brought up the, the topic of, like, financial freedom and, and specifically not you know, trading your time for money because time is really all we have. We're, that's, like, limited. We only have a certain amount of time. I, I, I like to look at it. I tell a lot of people this. I don't know if I just came up with it in my own head or what, but there's, like, a ticking time bomb. On our foreheads and like you know that's kind of a <laughs> bad way of looking at it but like we, we, it's true like we don't know like how much time we have but there is a there's a clock on our, every one of our, like an invisible clock on every one of our heads that's slowly ticking away second by second
1: that second is... Is by.
0: that second is that second that second you know what i'm Absolutely. saying like so if you if you're trading your time for you know for a, a paycheck which is fine you know at at a certain age at a certain certain point in your life not even age a certain point in your life to get to where you want to be um but i just i think that's that's really crucial that you brought that up especially for our um our younger viewers that are, are just getting into it they're fresh they're you
1: know absolutely so yeah. great, when you put it like that it is kind of like surreal and scary in, in a sense because <clears throat> um, you know you are limited in that sense it's just like wow life is short um that's kind of why it I is. dropped my uh, last single, "Live for the Moment." Like that was kind of the message of the song. It was just kind of like, "Like live for the moment," because tomorrow wasn't promised, and I know it. Like, could, and I so I literally yeah, talked I about that. like in the song, like in the verses. I was like, "So I remember all the times when I was riding my bike, like all the times when I was a kid, and I was up late at night, you know, like literally just like all the things that made me who I am." and all the people who didn't understand, you know what I'm saying? Like literally, that's like the verse yeah, I, I love that for the movie. moment, cause I absolutely agree with that and it's yeah. so surreal. And that's honestly a song that I wrote when I felt like I was working my life away. Like at some point, I, I actually, the company I worked for, I started as like a prep boy in the back of the house. I was, And then I was a server a shift leader, a supervisor, I drove the food truck for a while, assistant manager, general manager of the slowest location, and general manager of the busiest location. So, And now, I do marketing for them, uh, which is amazing. But it's nuts, like, when you're in the store, being a general manager and you're just working your butt off and this is like when i literally felt like i just hate this like this sucks all i'm doing is working my ass off and excuse me uh i just it really kind of no, you good you're and good. so that's when i wrote live for the moment though like it was a couple of years it's probably like a year ago now uh that i actually yeah. wrote the song and yeah that was just basically me saying like i gotta live for the moment like i literally cannot do this anymore you know like i just can't you know like it's eating me yeah.
0: alive like yeah man i remember when andrew because uh, that's how kind of yeah. how we connected i remember when he showed me i, I listened to to a lot of your stuff actually you put me on a lot of your music and i'm believe it or not i'm actually a big fan of Where, what up? you produce uh yeah for sure man and when you released that song I, I really i really did dig those lyrics and dig the message that you were looking to get that you did not looking to get across that you did get across to your audience to your fans so yeah. it was
1: awesome so man. much it's, it's like it feels good oh, absolutely to look at it in retrospect because in the time like you're just saying how you feel um but then mm-hmm. like when you're looking back on it it's pretty cool just to like look at the message for what it is and it was a genuine feeling so it's just like You know, there's nothing, like, ingenuine about it. Like, I just completely wrote it because I felt that way. Like, same thing with Let's Go. Like, I had literally wrote that song for my mom because I just had a phone call with her when she was like, Sam, I want to move to California and start my business. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, if you listen to, actually, the lyrics, like, I literally explained the whole thing. Like, my mom called me, she told me that. And then I told her in the chorus, I say, then go, pack your bags and be gone. And then... In the second line of the chorus, basically, I, like, thought about it, and I said, you know, Mama, I'm coming with you. Let's go. Let's pack our bags, and we're (laughs) gone, like, literally. Uh, But it's just crazy. Like, I literally wrote that, like, because that's how I was feeling, and it's just cool to look back on and just think, like, that was real, you know? It's, like, cool to reflect, and it's all clean and stuff, so I don't have to worry about, like, it's not a bad look.
0: No, that's what I I love about music, Sam, is just – Telling that story, that's got to really make you feel so good inside that you're able to um, thoroughly express how you feel to the world, man. And it's only going to get even better. You know, the more well-known that you get, you're going to be able to reach more people. And
1: and that's just so cool, man. Yeah, same with you, man. I mean, you have a message that's going a long way as well. I think that there's a lot of opportunity as an artist to be heard Um, but the popular thing to do is to not really be heard, you know, and that's cool. I think that there's a market for, uh, the type of music that I'm making. And I think there's a market, a different market for what's really like, uh, I would say, I guess, mainstream. I like some mainstream stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I think like, and no hate at all or shade, like I jam out to all the popular music, just like everyone else does. But um, I just think that, like, the popular thing to do is just to say what's really expected. And it's different in an intriguing sense to listen to something that you're like, dang, this is actually really well written. <laughs> like, you know, it's like quality. And like when I listen to, like, you know, John Mayer and stuff, like, I think there's still a market for that. They're not necessarily jamming John Mayer at Guild Nightclub, uh, you know, but like he still like has amazing music that I listen to in the car. Uh <laughs> You know, but uh, yeah. so I think it's also important to realize that, you know.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Sam, if, before we before I ask you my um, my final question, uh, where can where can the uh, listeners of The Relentless like um, find on you? All
1: social media at Sam Lex Music, S-A-M-L-E-X. Uh, my name is Samuel Alexander and I go by Sam Lex for short. Um, Sam Lex Music. And yeah, man, that's where you can find me always.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome, man! Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that. And you know, I'm I'm sure our listener, you know, a lot of a lot of the listeners are gonna head your way. And my hopes is they they download their songs <laughs> on iTunes and start absolutely I mean, fans honestly, if
1: anybody had. Um, any questions and stuff as far as, like, artists out there, I would be, like, more than willing to help you out if you just shot me a DM, man. Like, one thing about me is I believe in partnering up and helping other people, and in my, Mm -hmm. for say, music career, I've experienced a lot of artists who have a sense of, like, oh, I'm not even going to reply and help this person out if I can. Um, And I think that comes out of an insecurity of, they think oh what if i gave these people all these hookups that i worked so hard to get then maybe they'll get just as much attention as me and i worked too hard to share that and that's kind of their mentality and that's wrong like <laughs> that's wrong like it's messed up bro like there's so many people who claim to be my friends that could have helped me so much but they didn't and that's not the type of person that i want to be like i want like to people to think like i want to be the guy that like hooked you up you know that you can be like dang like he hooked me up like and that's what I try to do for all my friends. Um, so I just try, like, yes. it's all love. I think it's uh, important to realize that in life, what you give, you get. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's kind of like an algorithm. Like, if you're continuously, like, I don't even want to say just a good person because that sounds cliche, but like giving back and like helping people who need it, you know what I'm saying? Then, like, that comes back to in the long run. I really have experienced that.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's great, man. That's, that's awesome. You brought it up because giving without an expectation of anything in return is just, you know, it, it really is the, the best feeling, man. And you're so right when you say it comes back to you because it really, really does. And I know both of us have, ex- have experienced that so many it's times. Crazy. Absolutely. It is, man. It is, it is. Well, my final question, just like every other episode, um, you're on the relentless life, and uh, and that word held a, a very deep meaning to me. I have it was my very first tattoo, um, so I, I want you to give your definition. What you know? What does that word relentless I think mean? Relentless
1: to you? in itself means that you never give up, and that you, no matter what, are getting back up, and that you are continuously pushing yourself past mm-hmm. your maximum potential, like to the point where like I just relentless to me when I'm talking about somebody who's being relentless is like this person is not like falling down you know like you literally like beat him up until he's done dead and he can't see anything and he's still (laughs) still exactly I think that's what relentless means to me
0: I love that man I love that well Sam it's been an absolute pleasure man I, I really do appreciate your time tonight I know you your schedule is just as packed as mine with you know just crushing your day so you know I really appreciate your time. The community uh, here on the Relentless Life really appreciates your time and everything you you had to contribute. Not only about music, but we we covered a whole lot of different topics about uh, today on the yeah, episode. Sorry, I do that. <laughs>
1: that's so no, funny. Dude, that's,
0: that's why I brought you. I want you to do most of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. But thank you very much, man. If, if you wanted to say yeah, anything well, else, thank uh,
1: you so much yeah. for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. I totally believe and support what you are doing and am so honored to be a part of the movement. And I just wish you absolute Mm -hmm. success and you know that I'm gonna be supporting you 100% of the way. So let's stay in touch brother. And um, I'm really excited to see how you continue to grow and I'll be right there with you, man. It's just so cool to have people who are on the relentless mindset. And man, I just love it. When you come to Orlando, we're going to get together. Uh, I do a lot of traveling, so hey, maybe I'll be over there soon, too. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know I, Andrew keeps telling me to come visit. I'll be there soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. We'll, we'll make it happen. Absolutely. We'll make it happen. But thanks again, man. It's been a pleasure. And, and likewise, if if you know, if there's stay in touch, and if there's anything I can ever Always. do for you. You too. You got my All
1: right, dude. Much love. Have awesome. a great one. Thanks for having See ya. me. See you. And there you
0: have it another episode of The Relentless Life in the Books. Thanks so much for tuning in with us today, team. It really does mean the world to me and to the Relentless Life community. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and don't wanna miss the next, and I'm telling you right now, you definitely do not wanna miss these guests and these interviews we have coming up on the show. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button, whether it be on Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, Whatever it is you may be listening to, go into the search bar, type in The Relentless Life with Chance Galloway, and hit subscribe, and if you could, leave a five-star rating and review. This really does mean the world to us, and this is what's going to skyrocket us to the top of the podcasting world. With a relentless effort, I know that anything's possible, and I'm telling you guys right now, I truly have the passion to take us to the top. We're trying to positively affect and reach as many people as possible. If you're looking to rep the relentless life, shoot me an email at chance@gallowayfitness.com, and we'll get you in some relentless life here. Now let's grow, live consistently relentless, and live the life we always desire to live.